through lots of conversations I've had with people this week about people finding things hard and oh this is difficult and oh this is heavy anybody said that this week it's only Monday um but just the value of getting comfortable being uncomfortable and how that can completely transform how you approach things and the things that you achieve the things that you suddenly start believing are possible because we get used to feeling uncomfortable so if you're sitting comfortably get ready to be uncomfortable you'll probably squirm a wee bit in the next 30 minutes I would imagine 30 minutes who am I kidding I'll try my best um so we've got our comfort zone and our comfort zone is lovely we know what's going to happen it's really predictable it's probably where you live the majority of your life so there's probably you know what's going to happen when you get up in the morning you know what cereal is going to be in your cupboards you know your way to work you know these things if you think back to maybe like a first day at work and how uncomfortable that felt if you started a new job and you're like where do I go like where do I get a cup of tea where do I sit how do I log in all these things are really uncomfortable because you didn't know them and then that becomes your comfort zone it becomes normal so you've got your comfort zone where we spend most of our life and then we've got this bit over here where all the magic happens so that saying that I say constantly of if nothing changes nothing changes it's very true but change is also quite uncomfortable nobody really likes change even if you really want something to change there's unpredictably unpredictable bit of it sometimes like better the devil you know so that's why some people continually live feeling unhappy with themselves maybe unhappy with their body their fitness levels whatever it is and don't make the change because well at least I know where I am at the moment at least I know what I'm playing with and although it's an uncomfortable feeling it's familiar and it's all right it's comfortable and making change is scary and most of you probably took the step to make the change when the discomfort of staying where you were was more than the discomfort of making a change and being uncomfortable and that's normally when someone makes a change in their life so we're going to look about how we can maybe get uncomfortable on purpose so comfort zones are super comfy lovely amazing places to be but they can very quickly become uncomfortable so if your comfort zone is to not move much during the day to fill yourself full of junk to eat too much to stay up too late and not drink any water not eat any veggies that can become an uncomfortable place pretty quickly so it can become a place where you feel out of shape you don't like what you see in the mirror you're feeling lethargic you've not got energy this energy that you want to take on the day so although we would pass that as a comfort zone it's actually quite uncomfortable so that change any change you think about a big change that's happened in your life whether it's been a choice or something that's been forced on you it's really uncomfortable but nothing changes if nothing changes so where you currently are if you just kind of in your head or actually no let's pop the chat box up so five is absolutely amazing and one is absolutely rubbish here's my little cursor going there it is um then if you just all put there's only three on so we've got we can all do this together um five is amazing one's rubbish where would you put your happiness between one and five where you currently are just now so I personally I'd probably put mine around a three I think yeah same Stacey but a three a three's in the middle a four Jeanette yeah um where would you put your health between one and five I'm gonna say a four for me yeah three for Stacey why a three Stacey just quickly same for Grant this is where people can be hard on themselves as well is it because you would like to be fitter and you've got bigger goals than where you are? 
Um, and then one to five, while you're typing away furiously with your answer. Um, number one to five, your fitness. So I don't think I'll ever be a five for fitness because I always strive to be that little bit better than where I am. So for me, um, it's the, the five will probably never come for me in terms of fitness because you can always be fitter, you can always do better. Um, we'd like to be fitter, time in the gym hasn't been great. Um, sorry, Stacey, I missed yours. So you'd like to be healthier and heart issue as well. Um, so yeah, fitness, Stacey's put three and a half, three and a half, four. Grant's three, four, closer to three than four. What about you, Jeanette, your fitness levels? Where would you put them as how you view them? There's no right and wrong answer. Like I say, some people might say I'm a five for fitness, but I think there's always room to improve. Three for Jeanette. And then your body. One to five. So for me, I'm going to be super transparent here. I'm about a two at the moment. My nutrition has not been good. Um, I've had a whole hormone fortnight longer than that it's not been good and I've gained weight because of it and that doesn't make me feel good um I have in the past gained weight on purpose in a bulking phase and trying to gain muscle that feels all right because that was an intentional choice this is something that doesn't feel within my control um three two two okay so know where we are and know where we need to go so we're going to get comfortable being uncomfortable Nothing changes if nothing changes. So I'm just going to show it. My dog, who's humping her bed, her new bed. She's a girl. Kayla. Thank you. Um, so if you were pick one of those, pick one of the ones that we did before. I'll just spin back. Happiness, health, fitness, or body. Pick one of them that you would like to improve the most. If you could only pick one of them, what one would it be? And what do you need to do to improve it? I mean, blatantly honest. So for me, mine is body, and I'm not saying I'm overweight or anything like that. I am just not where I would like, to, where I normally sit through my own choices. So for me, I need to stop being a toddler <laughs> and I need to take some responsibility for it um, and stop blaming hormones. Um, Stacey saying, lose weight, get fitter. You're on that road. You're on that road, Stacey. So in order to lose weight and get fitter, what needs to happen? Let's get to the crux of it. So that's what you would like to happen. What needs to happen for that to happen? Your fitness, Jeanette, so same thing. What needs to happen? Stop eating crap. Me and you both. That's it, when we were doing that workout tonight, I was like, right, that's me burned off my two completely unnecessary um, chocolate digestive site while I was eating tea. Completely unnecessary, wasn't hungry. Don't particularly want them. They were just sitting there and saw it. Stuff like that. And that all adds up. So despite my really high activity level, I'm eating too much. Um, keep going to the gym and moving yep Jeanette again you're on the path you're on the path it's not that we are sitting here not doing anything um, and wishing something has happened so all these things oh no bloody chocolate digesters Dylan eats them by the bucket load so I can't not buy them but um, got the same body probably get rid of the belly trying to control it between now and holiday and then hit harder, harder than you have okay so Think about when you first started on this journey. So Jeanette's probably the newest person in the gym that's here. That first class, but that was really uncomfortable on many, many levels. Um, walking into the walking in the door in the first place was probably the most uncomfortable thing. And now I'm going to assume it's not that uncomfortable anymore. You might still feel a, a little bit like, oh, 
what's it going to be today? How hard is it going to be? But it probably doesn't feel anywhere as uncomfortable as when you first walked in. So of all these things that we do, what could you do that's a little bit uncomfortable that just it pushes the boundary of where we get comfortable? So we, we do something, we're in a position, we do something that's a little bit uncomfortable. So we'll use your example, Jeanette, of walking through the gym door and then that becomes comfortable. So what's the next thing that's uncomfortable then that you could do to push those goals a little bit further? Uh, I was going to say, I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable on purpose. I actually am because it builds confidence. It builds trust in the fact that you can do hard stuff. And this will, this will spill over into many, many different parts of your life. Um, when I started weight training, I, I've told this story before, but it was literally because I got injured from running. I was in a big, massive puff. It was the only thing I could do. And I started lifting weights in the gym thinking this is rubbish. I don't like it. And then I saw my body change. In eight weeks, I was like, oh my goodness, why have I been running all these miles? Um, and then I started to see change. And then I started to see, well, actually, I can, for a tiny wee girl, I can lift some pretty damn ass big weights. Really empowering, built my confidence. And then that confidence then went over into other things. We are sitting here now doing this and having Fiona Livingston Fitness because I put myself in so many uncomfortable situations that then led to the belief that, do you know what? I could probably do this. I could probably do it. And I think for me, for people that had a gym before, you're like, oh, they've got a gym. That's great. You'd not believe the amount of self-doubt, um, the amount of work that goes into it, mostly up here of, do you think I could do this? Do you think I could? But because I've been so uncomfortable in so many other aspects of life, I built trust that, well, tried that thing and that worked. Let's try this thing. Really uncomfortable. Really, really uncomfortable. But the payoff is always worth it. Always, always worth it. Um, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if we want to stay comfortable, decide whether you're comfortable actually is comfortable. Or is you're comfortable of snuffling those digestive biscuits um, or not turning up to the gym because you'd rather lay in bed. That's comfortable in the moment, isn't it? But long term, that's not a comfort zone at all. Leading you to a pretty uncomfortable place. All right, so this is a little depiction of Comfort zones. So we've got our comfort zone here. Cozy, lovely, comfortable, predictable, all the things that we have. Then you've got the bit outside it, learning zone. And this is where you grow. This is the bit where we want to push to. Now, what a lot of people will do is they will go, right, let's use high rocks as an example. So let's say, Jeanette, you're what, five, this week five, five weeks have been at the gym, I'm going to do high rocks next week. That would probably take you out into the panic zone. And if we push too far, it's either going beyond what you're capable of learning in the amount of time or what you are physically capable of as well. So you've got to know about it and you've got to physically be able to do it. If we go from here to here, you're going to crap yourself and you're going to run back to that comfort zone and you're going to say, I'm not leaving here again because that was horrible. I'm staying here, no thanks. So you can you see if we just push out, so if we've got the comfort zone, it's just about maybe sitting about here. I don't know if you can see the little... Um, cursor on the screen but just sitting just above the blue bit just into the orange bit no no further and then what happens is this blue circle gets bigger so this bit here it's uncomfortable to begin with and then it becomes your comfort zone and then we push a little bit more and this circle gets bigger and bigger and bigger so like with me saying about I, I'll never be a five in fitness because I believe you can always push that a little bit more my learning zone will get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger out here the panic zone will be so far away um, that we won't do it, that it won't be there. I can just keep pushing this learning zone out because there's always there's always more. I don't think I'll ever be happy with my fitness. I'll always think, all right, I did that. What's next? What's next? 
um, it becomes very difficult. You're most more likely to fail more regularly. And that's not to say that if you go out of your comfort zone into the learning zone, you won't fail. You might fail. But the important thing is you learn from it and you move on. You may you will fail more often in the panic zone because you don't have the capabilities, physical, mental, learning capabilities there because we've taken too big a jump. Make sense? Okay, so what makes new things or change uncomfortable? Jumping with anything that you guys um, think about what is, sorry, I'm just letting somebody else. What makes you uncomfortable about something? You can use like the first time you came to the gym or you can use in any example, the last time you felt uncomfortable. Pop it into the chat box. I've lost the chat box. There we go. What is it about starting a new job, walking into the gym the first time? What is it that makes you feel uncomfortable? Doing new stuff at the gym. And what about the new stuff? What is the feeling around it? So you were given an exercise, you've never done it before. What was the feeling? What made that stomach sink a little bit? Tough questions, aren't they? We'll get you really thinking about this. So the common ones are fear of failure. So Jeanette in her box jump. Yeah, I can't do it. There you go. Um, fear of failure. What if I fail? So again, talking about like starting to do all in fitness. What if people laugh at me? It's a complete flop and I have to go away with my tail between my legs back to my job and say, can I have my job back, please? Fear of failure. Fear of the unknown. If you don't know, so walking into a new gym and a, a lot of people in the morning class in particular at Fuse, it's a structured programme. The girls that have been there for, and the guys, sorry, Grant, who have been there for quite a long time, they just come in, they get on with it because they know the structure and how it works. So somebody new walking in goes like, everybody seems to know what they're doing and I don't. And everybody says that. And I'm like, of course you don't, it's your first day. Um, but the unknown, so walking in, who's going to be there? Are they going to be nice? What if I can't do the exercises? Extra work? Um, I had a huge opportunity um, in the last kind of two weeks and I turned it down because the extra work was not worth the payoff for me. So I'm already incredibly busy. And so I could have taken that on and I probably could have done the work, but the impact of that on family and you guys, my current clients, that wasn't worth it for me. But some, so in that sense, I didn't have the capacity. That would have taken me into that panic zone. I wouldn't have been able to cope without a huge team that I didn't have time to put in place before the, the necessary thing happened. So is it the extra work? Or sometimes it's the fear of success. Shit, what if this actually works? You ever thought about that? So a, a good to tie this in with fat loss, fear of success is sometimes like, so I'll have people say, I want to lose 10 pounds. Just pick that as a nice round number. And then they get to 10 pounds and they're like, well, no, actually, um, I think I want to lose another two pounds. And then they get that and they're like, mm. no, I think I'll just keep going a little bit. Because if you get to the end, you've been really successful at that journey. But what do I do when the journey ends? What happens when I've hit that goal? That's unfamiliar as well. You get an awful lot of people that have maybe been overweight their whole life and they lose lots of weight and then they gain it back because they're not comfortable. They've always maybe been the overweight friend or the jolly friend or you, you know what I mean? And then suddenly they're not 
and they lose their identity a little bit. So that success is uncomfortable. And so they go back to who they were or their identity that they've held for most of their life. What makes you feel uncomfortable? Come on, help me out here. You're just listening to me, the weather. Last thing I did was uncomfortable was uh, boxing tonight. I haven't hit a bag for a long, 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 long time. Um, and I went and hit it as hard as I used to hit it. I can't do that anymore. I was feeling a bit sick. That was my last uncomfortable thing. Come on, talk to me, people. What was the last thing you did that was uncomfortable and what made it uncomfortable? Avril, I've got a um, pile of iron in through there. Will I just drop it off? <laughs> right. I'm assuming that was a thumb and not a middle finger. <laughs> not going to talk to me. Okay, think about it and pop it in the in the comments. So, what's scarier then? Staying the same or making changes? Now, it might not be that you're in a particularly uncomfortable place. You might not be in a position where you're like, oh, I really don't like what I see in the mirror, or I'm so unfit, I can't run about with the kids. Or You might not be in that position. You might be further down your journey than that. But for me, I love growth. I love being uncomfortable. I love seeing what I can change. And I've been a little bit stagnant because high rocks kind of passed. I wasn't able to do it. The next high rocks probably that I'll be able to do is February. So at the moment, I've not got a, I've not got a thing, an imminent thing. I've got the, a walk in July and then there's nothing really happening. So for me, staying the same and not having a challenge or a goal, I just feel a bit blah. So for me, staying the same is not an option. There's always something you can improve. Nutrition is number one for me, so you guys can keep me accountable this week as well. Nutrition or making changes. So I know I don't feel comfortable with how my body currently looks. I know that I'm not particularly impressed with my fitness because my training's not been bang on point. When, when High Rocks was there as a goal, I smashed every single session and did not miss one. And now there's no goal, I'm a bit like, mm, I'll train later. Later never comes, does it? So I've not been as on it at all. So what's scarier, staying the same, or making the changes? And that's a big question you need to ask yourself. Are you prepared to stay how you currently feel forevermore and make no changes? Because nothing changes, there's nothing changes. Okay, this is where you go to scorn and this is where I need some answers. So I'm gonna get you to commit to a big, scary, uncomfortable goal. I'm gonna have a few suggestions, but if failure wasn't an option, you are guaranteed to succeed, what would you do? What would you like to do or what would you like to achieve? Failure is not an option. What would be that biggest scary goal that you would love to say, smashed it, did it? Second bottle of this today because also hydration over the weekend is shocking. I need to do a check-in with myself. High rocks next year, Stacey. I think that might have been one of my suggestions. Anyone else? Jen and I were talking about high rocks um, this evening before I left the gym and left our, both our daughters on the street after dancing because I was too busy chatting. Run 5K, from Jeanette. Um, about what's the big challenge for next year? What are we going to do with it? Are we going to go and smash the doubles or are we going to go and do singles each? 
running. Yep, Stacey, that'll come. You've got loads of time, loads and loads of time. And if it is high rocks you're talking about, just remember that half of the workout or half of the comp is running. You need to be up on your running, 100%. Um, that's in lose weight again. You put on quite a bit after losing it. I was toned and feel like I'm not as much anymore. Okay. So we've got a goal. What's your first step to achieving that goal? So Stacey and Jeanette, you're both around running. Have you been running? That's the first question. Have you been going out running? No. What? And this isn't a why not, Stacey, but why? Why have you not been out running? Because it's uncomfortable. Just oh, why? It's not. It's not a judgment call at all. But what is your main reason you don't go? Why do you not chuck your trainers on and go out the door? Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Treadmills full of crap. You've got pavement outside your house. It's free, and the treadmill in the gym is broken. Um, you get embarrassed running outside. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Um, and it's about finding, um, like I generally, I'll go and run up the dam when hardly anybody can see me and I've got the dog with me um, because I'm not a bonny ticket. I like to have the dog off the lead. I like to do sprints. And if you're doing that like along the high street, <laughs> people look at you a bit weird. So it's finding somewhere you can go that where there's minimum people, but you can still get it done. Or you come to run club and run as a pack. And that's not as bad. Yeah, there's a, there is that bit of getting outside. And I, I, I before I started high road training last year, I hadn't run for I think it's six or seven years. Um, and I think because people know you're a fitness coach, I don't want to be out blowing out my backside running up the street. <laughs> so there is that bit as well. Yep. So I go up and I do the Diageo um, route. It's around four and a half miles. Well, from my house all the way around. Um, it's pretty quiet. These little old men walking the dog. Um, so yeah, nice. And it's flat, pretty much. There's a little hill as you come to the end of it, but apart from that, it's pretty flat. But yeah, so can we commit to, Jeanette, I'm not sure if you can get to the gym at six o'clock on a Tuesday night, but I have got, no. Yes, no, maybe. No, we've got quite a few girls brand new to run in, going tomorrow night. Um, so it would have been a good one to jump in and just have that little bit of support and camaraderie around you. Um, but yeah, it's uncomfortable. Can you commit? We'll go with Stacey. Can we commit to going out for a run tomorrow? Let's we'll just get it. Get there. Can you come to run club? There's ways and means around it, but getting it out of the way. Now I don't think about it. I just go for a run. I'm not self-conscious at all. I just go for a run. Um, but to begin with, having not run for a while and then going out, yeah. Okay, so, oh, I've not updated this properly. We've got a few things happening. So, Edinburgh Marathon's gone. Um, Edinburgh Marathon Festival. We were talking about, I haven't booked this yet, but we were talking about doing a body confidence photo shoot um, in June. But I don't have enough numbers at the moment, but this is something we can do towards the tail end. Now, this isn't about getting to the killer. New bed and she's trying to rough it. This isn't about getting super lean and prancing about in a bikini or anything like that. This is just you 
having a tangible end goal and getting in front of a camera. Hang on, I'm just going to hammer my door. Oh, you know, you know, yeah. Leave it alone. Why on it? Um, so yeah, so that was one thing that we did one, I'll be about, she's just going straight back to it again. We did one about three years ago, it was a fantastic day. We had a photographer, we had his own studio, it was only us that were in there. Great day, so that's one option. We've got the Great Glencoe Challenge in July. Now, if this is something you've not trained for, I wouldn't jump in if you're not already regularly walking, but it's a 26 mile walk. There's a couple of girls had to pull out because of injuries, so there is space in the accommodation and you would just need to sign up and join the team. That is one. There's a group of us looking to do the West Highland Way in September and then from November onwards is when High Rock starts. So that is down in London. The Glasgow one is February. Um, practically, I'll probably just do the February one of something to do in London again, but I just don't think it's practical for me at the moment. So, um, yeah, so these are things that you could start thinking about. What's a real big push way out of my comfort zone? So, Great Glencoe Challenge, it's walking. Yeah, it's incredibly hard to walk that far. West Island Way is day after day of walking. So, again, it's something you would need to train for. Don't underestimate because it's walking. We've had a few people who have underestimated it and then pulled out because they've not done the training. High Rocks is for everyone, absolutely everyone. So you can do it as a doubles, you can do it on your own, or you can do it as a relay, which is a team of four. So you only do two runs and two of the stations. So absolutely anybody can do High Rocks. Anyone tells me they can't, nonsense. And the, a few people that have planned to do it this year is purely because they told me they couldn't. You never tell me you can't do something because I'll make you do it. So there's a few ideas if you're struggling for scary goals. Um, if you're an immediate no to those, if you're thinking, nope, can't do it, high rocks, absolutely not, I want you to think about why. If you were willing to get uncomfortable and do the work and do the training, could you do it? <laughs> if you can give me a valid, valid reason why you can't, if you did the training. So this is, I'm going to guess most of it's fear of failure. So I'm not asking for an answer now, but if you're a hell no to any of those, I want you to ask yourself why. Why can other people do it and you can't? I was listening to a very inspiring, um, it was a girl who won, so it was a High Rocks World Championships last weekend, um, and there was a female won it in 59 minutes, and she's a 10-month-old baby what 59 minutes and gave birth 10 months ago now she was a highly trained athlete before she fell pregnant and gave birth so she has a lot of that grounding she's not just had a baby and decided to train for high rocks she was a, a crossfit athlete before but that gave me a kick up the bum well if she can do that with a newborn she trains at home she doesn't have fancy gym equipment if she can do that what's my bloody excuse what is my excuse so if you're saying no to something as a gut reaction, I want you to ask yourself, if you did the work, is it still a no? Could you not do it? Or is it purely because you think you can? And remember, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. But if you decided, actually, I'm going to bloody do that. There was loads of things at High Rocks that I was rubbish at. Wall balls, rubbish at them. Roar, rubbish at them. Running, all right. Burpees, all right. But everything is sled pool, still rubbish at it. So there's lots of things that would trip me up and I find really difficult and uncomfortable, but you see it as a wee challenge. Of course you can do it if you put the work in. All right, 
Accountability time here. I want you to give me, you've got your scary goal. What are two or three new habits or new actions, whatever you want to call them, that you can start doing straight away that's going to take you a step closer to that big scary goal? The running ones are easy. So Jeanette, a good place for you to start is couch to 5K. It's really gentle to begin with. It does ramp up, I think, in about week five or six. Um, but it would get you out the door. It would get you out the door. You've got to come into class. Stacey, what we're going to do about your running? So Grant's saying you couldn't commit to the training due to work and football on a Saturday. I'm going to call bullshit. <laughs> so we've got views, um, which you already do, so you could commit to that. doesn't have to be a Saturday training session. I reckon if you could commit to some running between now and, let's say, October, and then we got more specific then, you could absolutely do it. Says so going to start couch to 5K. Uh, Grant, more fruit, more water. And some sort of extra workout per week. Maybe a high rocks base session, Grant. I'm full of solutions, me. Full of them. All right. And what are two or three things that you're going to get, get rid of or minimise? So for me, mindless nonsense eating. Like sitting making tea before I came out to the gym tonight. I just ate two chocolate digesters. No reason. Didn't want them. Didn't even enjoy them. Ate them. Um... You do three weekends out of six, there's a fear of slowing the team down, especially with burpees. Excuses, Jeanette. No, I'm not saying that to you, Grant, sorry. <laughs> I'm reading Jeanette's reply. Excuses. Um, yeah, so it's a fear of failure. It's not about not having time to train. You see the difference there? It's a fear of failure. So I slow, um, I slowed Sarah down with the sled pull. I'm too bloody small. Um, what else am I not great at? Um, wall balls, for whatever reason. Well, it's at the end as well. I kept dropping the bloody thing. I just kept dropping it, and I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, but she slowed me down on things. So as a partnership, you pair up with someone who's compatible. As a partnership, you have strengths and weaknesses. So she slowed me down on the burpees. I'm pretty nippy at the burpees. She slowed me down there. So I did more of them. She did more of the wall balls because I had butterfingers apparently by the end. So that's how it works. So that, think about you did it and you're so proud of yourself at your end or we don't do it because you're scared that you'll slow someone down. What's the better feeling? Just planting the seed, Grant. Like just a little seed going in. I've got almost a year to work on you. Um, so we're going to get rid of excuses, Jeanette. Stacey, what are we going to get rid of this week? I should get rid of the digestive biscuits. I'm going to get rid of laziness. Laziness is a big part to do with it. I've got busy. It's been a bit stressful the last few weeks. And I've got lazy with food prep. I've got lazy with shopping. So there's not always something on hand when I'm hungry. So I eat nonsense. I'm going to start taking responsibility. Instead of going, it'll be fine. I'll sort it tomorrow. Biscuits. Let's have a biscuit pack, Stacey. Nay, chocolate digestives. Should see it like they disappear in our house, um, and it's not something I normally go for. But 
aren't we? We do now. All right. Hopefully, I've got you thinking about what you can achieve if you were prepared to just be a little bit uncomfortable and recognise the excuses um, for what they are and they're not reasons. We can all do stuff, but you've just got to believe that you can do it. So I want you to keep thinking about a big scary goal that you want to set for yourself. That will either, it does two things. So for me, I've got how this coming up, I've got the fear. So that makes me train, but I'm also really excited about it. Like, what can I achieve if I actually go all in and stop letting self-doubt or fear of failure get in the way? What can you achieve if you go all in? If you took failure as an option out, it is not an option. What could you achieve? Nothing changes if nothing changes, even if that change is really uncomfortable. And 100% you can and you will. Any questions about tonight or about anything at all, any burning questions that you have that you need to know answers to, anything at all. If you want to know how to sign up for Hyrox, I can let you know that as well. You can't actually, you can't sign up for Glasgow yet, but as soon as it's announced, Grant, your name will be down. The only problem for you, Grant, is uh, you would need to find a, a bloke to do it with or a much stronger female than me because if it's a mixed doubles, the girls have to do the boys' weights. So you would probably need an extension on your... Um, they would need an extension on their venue rent for me to do the slide pull it that way. No questions? Just ignore in the chat box if you've not got a question, then I'm not cutting anybody off. Knee biscuits for me and Stacey. Couch to 5K. What else have we got? Grant signing up for High Rocks. All right. Okay, doke. Right, enjoy your evening. Um, get yourself booked in, get yourself organised for the week. If you've not already got a plan for the week, let's get that sorted right now. Get it done. If you've got a plan, you're going to succeed at it. And start thinking about a big ass scary goal and send me a message with what it is. All right, have a fab evening, guys. I will catch up with you all during the week. Um, but I can't get rid of this. There we are. But yeah, if there is anything that you need in the meantime, you know exactly where I am. Just give me a shout. All right, have a good night. Speak to you all later. Take care.